Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Scenes of Beauty, a platform that is here to empower you to be your most authentic self and celebrate your own version of beauty, whatever that might be. I'm Chloe and I'm making it my mission to help you find and live your truest selves by connecting you with people that I believe live on their own terms. Each week I sit down with guests that are all designed to show you that beauty comes in all shapes and sizes and it means something completely different to every single one of us. Scenes of Beauty is a relatively new platform, so I wanted to ask you all a little favour. My aim is to reach as many people as possible with my weekly episodes, and the only way that I can do that is with your help. So if you're enjoying listening to the podcast and taking things away from it, please hit the subscribe button, share with friends, and follow me on Instagram. It really helps with growing the podcast, which in turn helps me to get bigger guests and share their stories even further. Isabella, known as Spotty Little Thing on Instagram, dedicates her social channels to sharing her journey with acne. She opens up and creates a safe space for like-minded people to feel welcome and just to seek advice. This episode is really, really insightful as Izzy opens up about having acne from such a young age, age nine. She tells a story of how she learned to accept it and allow it just to be a part of who she is. I love this conversation because Isabella is quite pure in the way that she approaches and talks about different aspects of her life, from being comfortable in her own body and her own skin and embrace herself exactly as she is. I personally have never suffered with acne, but I know that so many of you do, so I wanted to invite Isabella onto the podcast to share an honest version of living and growing up with acne. For anyone feeling at a loss with their skin, with their body or with their acne, Isabella shares her advice on tips for dealing and living with it at the end of this episode. She also tells her story of how she's no longer defined by it. Here is her version of beauty. Hey Isabella. Hello, how are you? <laughs> yeah, good thanks. How are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. Good. Yeah, me too. And thanks for coming on because, yeah, we were talking a little bit and... We've had quite a lot of different guests on the podcast now, but it's been a minute since we've had like 
someone who's purely skincare and shouts about your own journey. So I'm really excited to kind of, yeah, visit your story. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, so should we start at the beginning and, and give everyone kind of a bit of an introduction to you and who you are and everything that you're about? Amazing, yeah. So this is such a hard way to start as well, because I think you've got that pressure to be like, here we go, here I am, <laughs> in five words. But I'm Isabella, I'm a... And also, I mean, please sorry, please don't do it in five words, like, we've got all the time in the world, so okay. go for it. <laughs> okay, so I'm Isabella, I am an acne-positive content creator, and my journey, I would say, I hate the word journey, but I don't know what other word to use, we're going to go with journey, but my acne story I guess began when I was nine I that's when I first got acne and I went through a lot of really difficult times growing up with acne because I was the only one that had it I was the first one having it tried all the antibiotics all the skincare stuff I mean I would scrape and scrub my skin like there was no tomorrow just to try and get rid of it Um, I've been on all the drugs including Accutane which is a very very severe one nothing worked at all and it got to a point really during COVID where I just thought enough's enough. Yeah, I think five people had seen me without any makeup on in my whole life. I could really count it on my hand. Even around my family, I'd put on like a tinted powder just so they wouldn't see what I thought was really ghastly underneath. And I just posted a picture on Instagram. It got like 200 likes overnight and I hated social media. I don't know why I did it, where it came from, but I did it. And I thought, gosh, I'm actually really not alone. So I've kept posting. And now every summer I host an event called Spotty Girl Summer, which is just a really lovely, empowering event where we have people with all different skin types, whether it's acne, rosacea, eczema, or more typically what you'd call normal skin, um, and all different body types. You know, it's just an event to really make you feel empowered in yourself and your skin and to literally physically see that you're not alone outside of social media as well. So, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. (laughs) Uh, that's that's really interesting and I think there's a few things and we'll kind of unravel that a little bit but I think it's funny where you said about you posted that that first picture on Instagram and it was a light bulb moment of people realizing like there are people like me out there as well and I think what where I'm going with this is that I think a lot of people post on social media for popularity or to to make it known that they're in a cult of the cool guys or the fashionable or they're wearing the latest trend or the latest lipstick or the latest whatever when actually if you take some of that away and you show a more raw version of yourself it weirdly feels scarier but equally it usually travels further because we're craving like it's proof in the pudding that we're craving this like authenticity I know I do. The people that I follow, the people that I enjoy watching their content is because they're being real. You know, I I always hated social media and I literally posted on there because I was bored of hiding and thought only people I knew would see it. There was no expectation that anyone other than people who I knew would see it. Yeah. And I think actually sometimes that's what works in your favour is because you're showing someone who doesn't fit into the stereotype. But actually, I think everyone has been through something that they can connect with once you start sharing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it is. And and so before you started posting like the more real content, were you, did you post on social media before that? I know you had a bit of a negative relationship with it. Yeah, no, I suppose I I was 
thought I was so hideous, one earth would I put a picture of myself online? Like genuinely, that was the, I'd have a, a personal Instagram account where I'd post, you know, a picture of my family at Christmas or, um, yes, I literally would only post very minimal things, maybe my coffee, very much not me. Um, and I still don't quite understand what possessed me to post a picture. I think it was very much one of those things you either do it spontaneously or you never do it. Um, and even now I still cannot work out how it happened. It just sort of happened and that's it. And it's changed my life trajectory immensely. Um, I hated social media so much. I, when I was at uni, I literally wrote a play about how toxic I thought social media was. I took it up to Edinburgh. I properly, it was insane. What was that? What was driving that? Because I had a similar connection with social media. And actually, it's a, I've always worked in marketing. So I've always, I, it's always been a big part of my job. But since I've started the podcast, I even listened to like the first episodes and I was so negative towards it my demeanor towards it was uncomfortable like it it made me feel icky and not confident but what so it's yeah it's interesting that that you've kind of had a similar mindset mindset switch but in a very different way um what do you think was driving that like negative feeling towards it I'm not entirely sure I think to be honest I was just sick of not seeing myself in any of it you know I'm not I've not got a size eight body. I have acne, you know, you don't see people who don't have 10 layers of face tune on at that time, particularly more in social media or potentially the side of social media that I was engaging with or that I would see. It was just so far from what I was. And, you know, I'm really against fast fashion and things like that as well. And that was everywhere. And I just think I didn't get it. I was like, how can I post or be interested in something that doesn't show anything of what my life is like or I think as well sometimes you're scrolling through and you start feeling worse about yourself because you're going gosh she looks amazing or I wish I had her life or look at her car look at her house and I think that I'm very very aware of that side I didn't see any positive in it whatsoever yeah it's yeah I mean you saw my face just light up when you said you know there was there was no one that looks like me and I think especially in beauty I do think it's come away from everything being superficial and edited and face tuned or whatever but there's there's still the majority of content that is out there I guess it's how you curate your feed because my social media is now quite a happy place and it's a it's a place that I feel comfortable with and I connect with whereas it's always previously been that superficial side um which I completely agree with everything you just said because I felt exactly the same you know I think many of us don't know how to curate our feeds which sounds so silly but I really think the more you engage with the superficial side of social media the more you see it so I'm exactly the same now I go on Instagram I feel happy because I see such amazing stuff I think oh wow this is like a really good face cream or just stuff that makes you feel happy or people having lovely moments in life I don't have that negative side of it anymore, really, at all. I, I know it exists, but I think it all comes down to how your feed's curated, which is really interesting as well, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. And I think even TikTok, you know, where you see people who you don't necessarily follow, but the content is really tailored to you and who you are. And um, it's, I think we're in a funny time with social media because the, the, the relationship with it's changing. It's what feels like every day, isn't it? Completely. I think I've only been posting now for almost two years. And even in that time, it's changed so much. You know, I think when I started, there weren't many acne positive content creators in the UK. 
now there are so many amazing people out there and I do genuinely think the more the better keep it growing because it's a whole different side to social media I mean TikTok I I love it because I think that's the place for authenticity I know you do still have the people that edit their makeup videos and you know they have the poor blowing filters and whatever but it's about people expressing themselves and being themselves and those are the creators that I enjoy watching you know the big personality people on there because they're fun and having fun yeah yeah it is a very it's a very different platform just going back to your journey with social media and the the period of time that you've been doing it for the past few years just take us on that journey with you because I'm guessing that's quite an interesting one in terms of um feeling empowered and building a community and having conversations that you wouldn't have had otherwise and and that kind of thing a hundred percent I mean it has changed my life so much my life is unrecognizable from where it was before I was posting completely in every way I think when I first started I wasn't really confident in myself it was very much that I was just bored of hiding but there was I would never have said oh I like this about myself I like that whereas over that time it's changed immensely you know I really think I deserve to be as as loved as anybody else as we all do everyone deserves to be loved and have love in whether that's romantic love friendship love whatever way you want to look at it we all deserve to feel happy and I think that that is solely through Instagram I think it the people that I get to speak to every day is the biggest honour that, you know, every day I'm talking to someone else who's had a similar journey to me in some sort of way. But I think also more than that is that you grow as a person because obviously I get trolled. You can't, you're not on social media as a bigger woman with acne if you're not going to get trolling. But actually I think it makes you realise more what you value in life. And the fact that I can speak to people every day who are going through something and if I can make their day a little bit better or even just, be there as a support or someone to talk to is incredible it really really is I mean when I first started posting as well I was unemployed it was during Covid and it was a very stressful time and Instagram's completely my escape and to think that now actually it is pretty much my full-time job is being on Instagram and being on TikTok and hosting these events is the best thing for me hosting sporty girl summer events I love bringing that side of social media into real life seeing people in person because that was my biggest takeaway from having acne all my life is feeling alone and I think that's what you see through Instagram that you're not alone and then physically in person you see oh my god there's a room of 50 people here who have been through such a similar thing to me and you're really you're literally not alone <laughs> physically um, so it's been amazing yeah and I think that it's funny isn't it because it's almost like that you leave school, you leave uni, you grow up, you have a few years of figuring yourself out, you mess a lot of things up, you go through loads of different jobs and you can't afford to do whatever and and all of that stuff. And then it's, you come out of the other side of that or you, even sooner, I'm 31 now, so I'm I'm presuming I'm a little bit older than you, but um, I'm almost like, I find it really hard to meet friends and I've changed so much in the past five, six years, like a bit like you, like I'm unrecognizable. And so it's, how do you find friends or meet people? And it's a, Instagram is a really interesting way to do that because especially when, you know, you go on there to post quite a niche topic, it's you do quite easily and quickly. It's amazing actually how happy, how quickly it happens um, in pulling a community together, you know? A hundred percent. I think I would say that some of my closest friends now I've met through Instagram, which is just crazy. Especially as you say, going from previously someone that hated social media so much they didn't want to touch with the barge pole to now, you know, 
one of my really close friends got married last year and I was invited to her wedding and I met her through Instagram there's yeah. so many different people that you can meet and I think that's one of the real beauty of social media that people don't understand is that although it's online you can make those connections in real life as well and yeah. I love that crossover yeah and I think there's an element of taking it a bit more seriously and using it as an actual platform and a connection tool and a storytelling mechanism rather than uh something that is just superficial and a, and a scrolling time-wasting thing you know 100 percent. I think as well it's a great it's a great platform to get messages out there whether it's something like acne or whether it's something just anything about you know looking at brand sustainability policies looking at how brands are retouching anything like that social media is such a great tool to communicate with people and to have that direct feedback you know if say that I post something and people go hang on a minute I think she's it's to their skin here people would call me out on it and as they should do because that's what I think you should use you should use social media for I mean I do need to say I've never edited my skin on social media however <laughs> they, that's what social media is great for yeah. I think that there is a healthy way to have that communication yeah yeah so just going onto your skin then so you said you started with acne or broke broke out with acne at age nine like that's that's wildly young isn't it like just talk us through what that experience was like and and yeah that yeah I, I can't imagine it it was just weird I think as the only real way to properly describe it I got a uh, my first spot was right by my eyebrow like there if, a podcast is not really helpful to say it's a point (laughs) so I first started breaking out and then very quickly mine progressed I mean I obviously went through puberty early and that's kind of how it started so not only are you dealing with you know getting boobs starting your period really young you're also dealing with your face changing like that overnight so I had acne all over my cheeks and I remember people at school commenting on all the bumps on my forehead that is like one of a really strong memory of mine at primary school is the boys in the class commenting on the bumps on my forehead and I think that the other trouble is that all the adults around me would say kind of be nice but say it's fine you're going to grow out of it you know you're having it now it means that when you're going to want to get a boyfriend you'll be fine you'll have no acne but actually mine just didn't go (laughs) it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and I was on antibiotics. I do think that is is a generational thing because my parent like my mum's the same and I guess she's the same kind of era but it is that just push it off and it, it, it'll be fine. Like, it'll be fine. How about let's just accept me for as I am and, and we'll deal with it, you know? I think that's a really interesting point, actually, because why could we not just say, yeah, but you're still pretty. Like, there doesn't need to be a, yeah, well, well it's fine, but it's going to go. Don't worry, it will go. Because actually, I've, I'm 24. I've still got acne. Yeah. You know, I've had it for most of my life. I've had some form of acne. And so there's not that going to be that point where it's gone and then I feel good about myself, which I think actually is probably where a lot of my insecurity stemmed from is that I'd base everything on having clear skin, you know, yeah. it was going to be the point where I could be happy. I'd have loads of friends. I'd have a partner and all these things that I wanted. It would always be when I got clear skin or when I lost weight, yeah. you know, it was always that thing. That I think you put that pressure on yourself because of what you hear. And I think as well, like, you know, I started an antibiotic so young. And I think that nowadays we're so, so lucky. We know a lot about what birth control does to us. And we think a lot more about the consequences of medications. But at that time, you didn't. It was just get rid of it, get it gone as quick as you can, however you can. It doesn't matter about the consequences. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is. And, and I think 
this whole prevention and blockchain to to the the final goal being change get rid of it do like 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 you said like everything will be okay once it's not there anymore but in in reality that's a lot of the times not the case especially with things like acne or body or weight or just something you're uncomfortable with it's who you are and I think a lot of what I'm trying to get across on the podcast and sharing stories is it's just okay to be you like there's no more or less to it like just be you and let's all try and be a little bit more comfortable in our skin you know a hundred percent I really think this is what we need to be preaching from the rooftops is that everyone I genuinely 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 believe everyone is so beautiful because of what makes them unique you know there is something that really makes you stand out from everyone else because it's you it's not because I wouldn't look at someone go she's beautiful because her skin's clear or she's beautiful because her eyebrows are so perfect that's not the reason why she's pretty that's not the reason why he is really handsome it's because you exist as you and that to me is what we need to be teaching everyone from the start rather than trying to hide i mean the amount of foundation and coverage we would all wear really yeah. you know that you know, that big orange line around your chin you would <laughs> yeah. look. that was never a good look was it green matte mint you know that thick yeah, foamy thick, yeah. get it on <laughs> and then the powder on the puff and you'd literally just whack it all on god makeup's come on in leaps and bounds hasn't it <laughs> Goodness, it has, but still. <laughs> I know. So sorry, I interjected, but um I just felt quite passionately about that comment. But um yeah, yeah so you the you had that conversation with the teachers and Yeah, so yeah, so it was just always you'll grow out of it and it was always that logic and yeah, so lots of medication, endless doctor's appointments. And actually, it got to a point when I was 17 and I'd seen about this drug, Accutane, online and I'd heard so much about it. I'd read reviews of people having been on it and I was obsessed with Accutane. So I literally said to my doctor, put me on it, I need to go on it. And they were saying, well, you know, I was actually also at this point trying antibiotics for the third time. You know, it it wasn't even like you've tried it once, it's not worked. It was like, okay, we'll give it another six months and we'll try it again because I had tried everything that was on the market at that time. And... So they said, yeah, at the end of the day, Accutane's the only option left. Let's do it. And Accutane is the most bizarre experience. I don't know how much you know about it, but you have to do pregnancy tests every month. You have to literally sign a contract to say that if you get pregnant, you won't like sue the NHS, basically, because it can cause deformities. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, yeah, you have to do pregnancy tests and blood tests every month. You can't drink. If you're in the sun, you have to be really careful because it's got really high vitamin A. So it essentially just dries your skin out so extensively. There's a lot of really serious links with people's mental health. Um, And it's a very intensive drug to go on. And I think I definitely realised the severity of it because I thought that's my only option. You know, my thing was I was unhappy with acne. So what is it going to do? It can't do any worse than that, you know. So I went on it for six months and it was really, really hard I mean, I think I was quite lucky. A lot of people suffer more extensively with cracked, like your hands can crack. It can affect your whole body um, and your liver. I had really dry lips, really dry eyes, but my skin started to clear up and I was like, hallelujah, life's going to change. I'm going to be so amazing. No one's going to know what has hit them because I'm going to have clear skin. And I remember vividly standing in a shopping centre with my mum and touching a little bit of my cheek 
and it was smooth. And that was the first time in my life, as far as I could remember, feeling a smoothness on my cheek. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like a slap across the face, I realized I wasn't happier just because I had a little bit of clear skin. It was literally like a shock. But I think at that time, I was still so desperate for thinking everything will change still. Everything is going to change once the whole thing's clear. And then I sort of went to uni and I still would break out every month or so. And then honestly, in during 2020, my acne just came back completely as it was before. And that is, I think, the point that because we're all in lockdown, mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of self-reflection. Anyway. I think like many of us were, you know, we're all journaling. We've got our crystals out. Everything yeah. changed. <laughs> we all went Musa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, just, I realized I wasn't happier having clear skin. It didn't change who I was as a person. In fact, it probably made me more concerned about perfection. I really do think that looking back now is... I mean, I would never say in my life I've had clear skin, but I had a period of time where I might get one spot a month per se, or I have still have very severe scarring, where my skin was a bit clearer. I was then more hyper fixated on having the most perfect life and being the most perfect person because I had clear skin and, you know, look at this. And I just think it was only breaking out again. I was like, what are you doing? Your life's no different because what is this idea of perfection? What is this idea of having clear skin, of looking a certain way, of having this life of doing this stuff it doesn't change who you are it doesn't make you happier does it make you a better person probably not it probably makes you a more horrible person Mm. and I just think it was kind of through that self-realization I thought this is ridiculous if I'm having acne again I am not going to be getting up early every morning to pack on a load of foundation to hide it I'm just going to say look this is me get over it if you like it you like it if you don't I probably don't need you in my life anymore actually um and yeah and that's where it will change it that's a really interesting thing and realization to have and I listen to a lot of self-development stuff and you often hear about I I like to listen to a lot of um people's stories documentaries stuff like that um and a lot of times you hear about people making it quote unquote in terms of financially and they get to a point where they thought like all of their problems would be gone and they're still there because just because you have a big fat bank account doesn't mean the issues from what some trauma that happened when you were five years old, like it doesn't, doesn't wipe it away. And it's the same kind of mindset, methodology, psychology, whatever you want to call it of once you hit the goal, often it's such an anticlimax because an appearance doesn't, doesn't wash away the feeling of what's been going on inside, you know? Absolutely not. And I think you've hit the nail on the head you can have everything you want in life and still be very unhappy with who you are and what you look like there's always be something more you know I could look at my face so easy now so should I get lip filler here do I want a bit of Botox that there's always going to be a new trend or something that you're going to want to change particularly with appearance I mean especially with money at the moment we've got such this culture of work harder do more get more money do this it's just exhausting imagine if we were all trying to keep up with everything all the time yeah it is and I've I've been doing a lot of content around that at the moment lately because it's a lot like we're exposed to a lot and just because someone is a great entrepreneur and a content creator influencer and they are married with kids like it's it's a lot and I think just accepting or taking a step back and realizing what your goals are what you're good at what you want to achieve and just being comfortable with it. And again, I think that 
same same kind of stuff and same part of the same conversation I think it comes with being happy and comfortable in who you are um and then relaying that into a an achievable outcome that works for you you know we're all comparing ourselves whether it's visually financially mindset it's it's body shape it's really strange I think that's the the tough thing with right now is that social media can so easily play into this hustle culture where we all need that I think I've been very very lucky that I've had this moment of posting on Instagram that made me stop and I've also had some pretty serious health issues where I've gone actually you physically cannot do it all you will crumble your body will say no you're not doing anymore you physically cannot do it and I think that I've been very very lucky that because of those situations I have to step back and say what actually matters to me in my life you know I love skincare does it matter if I enjoy skincare and have acne no I can still really enjoy skincare and have acne I can enjoy putting on a load of makeup and if I break out it's fine it's about this transition of mindset that I think is really hard to get to and I also think we really overestimate how much we can do post-covid I mean for two years we all did nothing we sat at home we watched tv we tried to do a bit of emails many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Actually, uh, we've been through quite a lot, I think as human beings, and I don't think we can go straight into this work harder grind harder girl boss hustle culture yeah it's it is it's tiring isn't it it's a lot and I think you know speaking from my experience I did the same thing I really wanted scenes to be a business and a commercial platform and I wanted to do events and I wanted to sell products and I wanted to have it like a directory and then I was burning myself out because nothing was working when actually I'm way more than happy for it to be what it is and storytell and focus on it as a podcast and as a singular platform of yeah story sharing and it is when you take that pressure away from yourself then you can then start to elevate in that one direction that you pick you know and again that might not be the right thing for everybody but it is just figuring out what what works for you you know I think as well we underestimate the fact that we have time I know I I definitely forget this myself as well you know all the time I'm always in a rush to do more but there's no right reason why you can't have all those things, but just give yourself 10 years. Why do we all feel like we have to do it within six months? And I do think that, to be fair, this does a lot of the time come back from social media. You know, I see these all the time, how I have 10K months or how yeah. my business became a six-figure business in six months. And I think that puts this time pressure on us of being like, oh, my God, why don't I have everything right now? I should have had it yesterday, you know? Um, and I think it's it's definitely that step back, which is really hard to come to. 
when you because you talk a lot about and you've spoken a little bit about body and weight and um that kind of conversation um so when you started posting about acne has that how has that made you accept yourself and then how I'd love to talk about body and weight which I feel I talk about hell of a lot but I also think it's so relevant because I've never met a woman who hasn't faced issues with weight whether it's slim big tall short skinny fat plump round too thick like it's it's nothing's right and it's exhausting again but um yeah how has how has what has that journey of posting been like in in a accepting yourself perspective and then how has that also relayed into other areas of your life like body and weight yeah so I mean I think everything is so intrinsically linked everything particularly as women that we consume you know we're looking at advertisements all the time of these tiny perfectly airbrushed bodies with perfect skin so I think that for me as I was posting as I was talking to other people and started following more people with acne I was like hang on a minute I don't think they're they're really ugly I don't think they look like they should hide in a dark room and never come out so why do I feel that way about myself and I started doing this really bizarre thing I still don't again one of these weird things I don't know why I started doing it but I would sit in front of a mirror and find something I liked about my face and it could be anything from I think I've got quite a nice nose I quite like the color of my eyes and obviously at the start it was very much not anything to do with my acne or my scarring now I would say I really like the way that my scars you know they give me little cheekbones because it's got that extra definition like that's really nice and it's about finding those little details in my skin that that really helped me with my relationship with it and I think as well makeup I stopped wearing so much foundation because naturally we spend so much money on makeup I do not want to spend 50 quid on a foundation and then look exactly the same once I put it on that's there's no point I want it to change so I think that that was sometimes the shock was that I take off my makeup and be like oh my god look what I look like but I should look different that's not why we spend so much time on makeup you know and I think that I then rather than it being something to hide behind makeup became something quite fun I see it more as a self-care act now of just sitting down taking some time with a little brush painting my face a little bit or being really creative and putting some fun colors on my eyes whatever it is it's, it's a different relationship that you have to change your mindset with and I think really that a lot of that came through confidence of talking to people all the time about their journeys, their skin or life. And I think with my body that really played into that as I thought I really kind of got to a really cool place with my skin. Does that mean that I could do it with my body perhaps? Mm-hmm. So I started to try and do that. And then basically I have a very severe form of positive ovary syndrome. So that's why I break out. That's why I have acne. And about the start of the time I started posting online, I was diagnosed with it and they found some really large cysts in my ovaries. So I had to get those removed and my body changed quite significantly. And then it got a bit more severe where I had a cyst that they thought could be cancerous. So my body was going through these immense changes. I mean, I used to have, I was, I've always been chunky, but my tummy, I would say was more or less flat. I just had very big thighs and big boobs and big arms. But after having, you know, two pretty severe operations and I had an ovary removed, I've got a tummy. I look like I've. Sorry, how old were you at this point? So this was literally last year. So I was 22. So I was, yeah, 21 was the first operation and 22 was the second. Mm. Um, 
so yeah my body was just changing and I and I got a cesarean scar pretty much because of that's obviously how you're moving ovary mm. so I think that I was kind of like look my body's changed it can do different things now you know I dance a lot growing up so I used to have a really strong core now I struggle to do a sit-up I'm really trying to work on it because those muscles are gone so I think that I've been quite lucky in this way that I've gone through this process quite early on in my life because it's changed my relationship with my body and how I view women. Mm. I also think that because of the severity of the operations I had, I realised how strong our bodies are. I was like, that's pretty amazing that my body's been able to handle this quite quickly. And I think the people that I was following online, again, I think they were beautiful. And I was like, but they're the same size or bigger than me. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think they're lesser than than me for being bigger than me. I think they're lovely and they look amazing in their clothes. And I think that media really changed it. And I think as well, I was getting a lot of comments online about how I was having, I had acne because I was so fat or I looked like a whale, I looked like a narwhal, like whatever people wanted to say. And I was kind of like, well, actually that's because they don't quite understand what I've been through. They don't know that, not that there has to be a reason for it, but my acne is caused to, by PCOS. It's not by my weight and actually I've just had an operation like two weeks ago. So yeah, I'm going to look a bit different at the moment. I've still got gas in me, like all these things. It kind of changed my mindset with it. And I think that it's still hard to get trolling. It's really, really hard. Yeah. But I think I kind of view a body as something really amazing that we should appreciate how amazing it is. We can walk. What a blessing that is. Yeah. And this summer was the first summer that I've not been bed bound for at least three weeks. Yeah. So that for me has just changed everything. Yeah. I get so emotional at these conversations but I just find it wild like how what would drive someone to say such things and it's like I'm getting really upset but how how, but it makes me so sad because I grew up with like I'm putting a podcast episode out about it next week actually because it's, it's defined me my whole life and it's was name called I was always really chunky as a kid and and really big and tall and just broad shoulders and I always have been that way and I got cold and cold and cold all the time and it never ended and I just like you saying that then I just think why like what what drives you to even think I'm gonna say such a thing like it's it's just vile to me it makes me really it's really awful I, it is. I don't know how what takes you from looking at something online I mean one of my best about, friends sorry were you posting about like body confidence stuff then or was it purely just about yeah I think it, it it sort of they started to sort of interlink because I realized actually my my goal with my content is I want you to come to my page and feel good about yourself that's it yeah that's all I really want is for you to if you feel really bad about yourself you can go on to spot a little thing and you'll feel so much better about yourself afterwards so I think that actually I thought the things that I struggle with I should be saying on there and actually people might think they're not alone so I guess it kind of started to weave a little bit more and maybe I'd show rather than just my face I might show my upper half and you might see my boobs because I again exactly similar to you I've always been bigger and there's nothing wrong with that. I, that's just my build. Um, and But particularly, there was one article that, and this is the really bizarre thing I've realised in, you know, I don't know what to call it, the content creation social media world, is that journalists can write an article about you without you knowing about it. Yeah. And journalists wrote an article about me in the Daily Star, and she wasn't being horrible. She was just saying, this girl's posting this content. And I didn't know it was a thing. I suddenly got this influx of messages and followers. And I put on my stories, like, how have you found me? And someone was like, oh, it's you're, you're in the Daily Star. I was like, what? 
go straight onto Facebook and I know this is the, you know, you kick yourself afterwards. I know not to read comments on a body image post. I know that because a lot of the time it's going to upset you. And I think that's a boundary I've put in place, but I was so shocked that I was on the daily star that I read through them and there was just nothing, there was nothing positive, like whatsoever. Everything was like, I mean, there were people that were saying, you know, that my mum shouldn't have had me like (laughs) really, really awful things. And I think it, it really does take your breath back. But yeah, the very first time I got told for my skin, I was shocked. And one of my friends said to me, what you have to think is that a lot of people struggle with the idea that you're happy, yeah. which I actually quite appreciated her saying. And she was like, you know, you have to think that there can be a lot of people out there who maybe fit this norm, this beauty norm, and they can't understand how are you happy? You have acne, you've yeah. got cellulite, you've got bingo wings, whatever you want to say, you don't fit that norm. How are you happy? And I'm not. Yeah. And actually that mindset has really helped me because I think I love my life. I think life is, you know, having been through what I've been through in the last couple of years, life is such a privilege. You know, the fact that every day we wake up, we see people, you know, we get to have conversations like this. It's amazing. Yeah. So for someone to have woken up not in that mindset and then to see someone like me being like, not for yourself, have a great day. They're going to be like, what is that? Why is this happening? And it is such a bizarre idea to them that that's the only way they can respond. And I think a lot of the time, the more horrible that someone says it that must show how much they're hurting inside because yeah. I'd never look at someone to think that so I think that actually I feel sorry for people like that because you must be so unhappy and I would hate to feel like you do and I hope that they find happiness and yeah. and reflect back on it and I think I've had a couple of comments from people that I go on their profile they're dads and I think my god I hope your daughter never goes through what I go through I really really do I wouldn't wish it on anybody but especially not your daughter if she's got someone like you as a dad yeah yeah, and I, I do agree with the the hurtfulness. I think some people are obviously just, there are some people who are just a bit spiteful and don't have the highest moral ground and, and you know, positivity is not their strong point. But I do also agree with you completely in that malice sometimes comes from hurt and not that it's not their fault because I don't think it it regards anyone or accepts anyone for making comments like that I just don't think it's okay but kudos to you for 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 pulling you know pulling it out of the bag and 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 learning and growing from it because I think it is what you what a lot of people don't realize no matter how I I mean I've even faced it on scenes and, and I'm a really small community and it's and it's hard and I have a mentor and she did she said to me you know you've had two bad comments if you this is the road you want to go down you're gonna that skin is gonna yeah. have thicker you know like you're on a mission here and and something like that can't just drop you down you know and so it's like massive well done and hats off to you for overseeing it and and getting through it you know because it's it's re- I can't imagine reading it or seeing it you know I think as well this sounds awful and I'm sorry I feel like I'm really ver- word vomiting at you with this topic because I'm so passionate about it oh, <laughs> But I think that, to be honest, I think probably in my past, I was probably harsh on myself. You know, I think it, it. people see me now and think, gosh, she's never struggled. She's never been through. I've I've hit real lows in my life. Mm-hmm. And I really valued myself so lowly that I really think that what people are saying is nothing I've probably not thought about myself at some point, yeah. which sounds really, really dark. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, when you've been through a lot of things in life, whether it's with your skin, your body, insecurities anything we're our own harsh critics a lot of the time and so I think for me similar to you I've got such an end goal with where spot little thing is going where I'm going in life 
and I know it's going to get worse and I'm ready for that I'm like bring it on I'll take it because I'm going places you're not even going to know where I'm going like and I think you have to have that foresight yeah and I think also when you're you know we've just talked for five minutes about how negative it can be in the comments and that's hard on the flip side of that there's so much more positive that's coming in and out of your platform you know And, and that's that's the important thing the helping people and the taking people on a journey with you in the community building and the resonating like that's a way more important outtake than people feeling a bit miserable about themselves you know taking it out on you yeah I'd rather they say and also I'd rather them take it out on me because I can handle it I don't want you to take it out on you know Isabel that was at school you know because she couldn't take it I can so take it all on me don't put it onto someone else I'd much rather be that punch bag or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but equally that's not fair on you, you know. (laughs) No, I know. Sadly, this world is... Do you know the other... This is a really weird thing as well, and I don't know how much sense it is, but I've always had this thing throughout my life where I've thought, if something bad happens, that means something equally good or better has to happen. And I've always found that everything that's happened in life, whatever hardship thing that's happened, there's been a most amazing payoff in the end. Um. So yeah, and I think the fact that you know we can sit here and have this conversation on a Monday afternoon, neither of us are working. How amazing! This yeah. is this is work. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I do, and I think I honestly think like when it is something like this or platform building or the start of something, or I mean, it's the start of it for me really, but for you, you're a little bit further on in your journey. I just think when you're so passionate about something and you feel so strongly about things, nothing really can get in the way, like because you care so much about it it doesn't matter anyway like I'm just gonna go for it and see where it goes you know yeah it brings and it's exciting, you know we're both at the starts and I'm a bit further along but it is it's a journey you're, you're at the beginning stage you know you're gonna look back in five years and be like god remember that <laughs> yeah no it is cool um just going back to acne and you know you've said about facing darker times and you know, that nine-year-old girl to then start posting about it on social media and that whole journey, there must be, and you must get this all the time, but there must be people out there who are facing the exact same thing and have no clue how to deal with it. Or, or you know, we said there about making it look easy online. You just said there about sitting in front of the mirror and saying positive things to your own face, which some people must be listening and thinking, I can't, even you know you even said earlier in this conversation I can't even look in the mirror and it's it's difficult so any like words that would help them you know if someone is listening to this and just at a rock bottom place because they're suffering from I think a massive thing is actually really realizing you're not alone because I think many of us think we are but 80% of women have acne at some point in their lives and that to me is shocking I don't think any of us could ever thought it was so high and I think also it's making sure that you're not holding your life back I think we cancel on events we cancel seeing people we cancel on experiencing life because we have acne we hide away but actually the more you do that the more you think this is how bad acne is acne's hurt my life because it's done this 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 is why it's so bad but now I look at it and go I've done this and I've had acne you know I I've spoken at events and had acne the more memories you can make having acne as well you'll realize it actually doesn't detract from what you can do and who you are you know I think trying to think of a really good example now of something that I've done and had acne at a younger point in my life like I went to uni I graduated uni and I had acne and that's still the acne didn't harbor that it didn't help it but 
those things coexisted and that's okay. So I think that's a big thing rather than actually stopping you from doing something, you can do it and have acne as well. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And no one's looking at you. You know, I think we're all so, we're all thinking about how we look about ourselves, aren't we? We're all quite, you know, egotistical in that way. I'm out and I'm thinking, oh gosh, is my skirt too short? Is this out there? You know, you're all thinking about is my makeup run? No one's looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. And I I, I was going to add to that and say, you know, I don't quite know how to articulate it because in the moment, the only way I can, I can relate to how you're feeling is I think I've felt a lot of the, what you've described as I feel about my body and what you feel about your acne. And I've, I've thought about it in the past and it's funny you said about, you know, I've done this and I've had acne and I've done this and I'm, and I've, and I've had acne and I think we do put our lives on hold because we gained a few pounds or we got a few more spots or our hair doesn't look the way we want it to or whatever and I do think if you I always use this analogy of like picking yourself up like your your life is like a like a row a bit like a ruler or a piece of rope or whatever you pick yourself up and I'm 31 so I'm like a third of the way and I just think if I look back and I just stop myself at every hurdle which I have stopped at a lot but if you stop yourself from doing stuff because you have acne or because you're a bit overweight or whatever how much more are you gonna start like it I it just resonates with me and it makes me like give things perspective and I'm like you can't and equally like you said I would never look at someone and be like why is she in a bar because she's a size whatever I would never I never ever even so the fact that I do it to myself and you do it to yourself is crazy in terms of social and brands and what has your journey been with with skincare brands and I'm guessing from this conversation that it might have changed somewhat as you've got more into skincare and more into social media but um yeah just any kind of brands that have helped you that you're loving products that you have found really work I mean yeah exactly as you said it's changed so much from literally buying anything that Vanessa Hudgens face was on from (laughs) everything off my skin I mean I just scraped my skin like there was no tomorrow and the logic was the drier it is the better it is because that means no acne but you know you're breaking that skin barrier every single night and it's not good whereas now I think again I think like many people I learned about skincare during COVID due to brands like Inculus the ordinary you know they've got these places where you can go and talk to a skin professional and that is amazing and so accessible Inculus for example have Ask Inky which I think is one of the best inventions ever that you can literally within a second be chatting to someone exactly about your skin type what you need in the AM what you need in the PM maybe use this once a week if you don't like it here's another option Um, and there's also Pi Skincare do a, a very very similar service and those two brands particularly I'm big fans of I think that there's been this amazing trend in the last year towards no retouching which is amazing Dr Sam Bunting they don't retouch on their pictures and they've got some really lovely hydrating products I think that I'm really interested to see how we start to navigate body acne I'm hearing a lot of conversations about that I suffered body acne and no one really talks about it yet so I'm excited for those conversations to start more I really really am but yeah, specific brands that I'd recommend, it's always, I'm always going to back Inky. I will always say about Pi. I will definitely forget brands because you do, don't you, when you're making a list? <laughs> I'm trying to think who else is. I know. How do you, sorry, just to put it, how do you know where to start? Because I think a lot of like our, my background skincare and I worked at Inky and 
I also fly the flag. Like I love them. I'm I'm obsessed with them. Um, but a reoccurring thing all the time when I worked there was people are overwhelmed. How do you know where to start? And even now I I I work in fashion and I obviously do this, but um I've moved there and people are like, tell me how to deal with my skincare. And people are so overwhelmed and oversaturated by products. So in terms of speaking from an active acne point of view what are some products or how have you started to learn about what your skin needs and what what products are included in that I think honestly it's just being as simple as you can doing if a product says it's going to clear skin in two days never ever buy from that brand ever yeah because that's not true it's literally a lie <laughs> it's it, it something is never going to clear your acne and I think as well this is possibly answer this question possibly going to something else but the way that it's worded I genuinely think if we see products that say bye bye acne or clear skin face mask that is telling you something so you do not want to be picking up that bottle every day that's going to affect you so make sure that the branding is really clear of that it's being nice to you it's helping your skin it's a good thing um I think as well we've really got to be careful when you have acne to not break your skin barrier because your skin is likely very sensitive and I think that you should really look at being gentle more than exfoliating. I think most brands, if you just go to the Brits counter or Superdrug counter, they're lovely, but they probably won't understand acne as in depth as someone like myself or a dermatologist would. By no means am I saying I'm a dermatologist, but just from my experience, mm-hmm. they will give you exfoliating products, which I can't use any exfoliating products. I exfoliate once a week as a face mask, but that's it. Anything else exfoliating is too harsh for my skin. Um, and I think that a lot of us are very scared of facial oils. I was for years, but actually that is an amazing thing to look after your skin with. Don't be afraid of oils. Don't be afraid of serums. And I do think, although it's frustrating, it's all about experimenting because everyone's skin is so unique. Even the stuff you do every day, you know, if you're traveling, your skin's going to be completely different to how it would be if you're by a lake all day, you know, it's your skin will change with every environment, the food you consume, the stress you're under. And I do think a big thing with acne is understanding what your triggers are. So I, for example, don't break out because of food. I tried every diet over the years, you know, not only because I was happy with my body, but also for my skin. I tried no carbs, being vegan, all of that. None of it worked. None of it changed my skin. For me, it's literally stress and hormones. That's it. Yeah. Um, it's literally being as simple as using a cleanser. If you're wearing makeup, double cleanse. Some people like a toner. I don't think they're really necessary. No, I a hydrating serum, like a hyaluronic acid a serum like either a retinol if you're over 20 or uh, maybe a more advanced serum that is going to help clear up your skin I mean Pi do an amazing one I think it's called blemish control and I really like their wording of that it's just saying we're just going to help you control it it's not getting rid of it it's just going to help you take that power from your acne Um, and then a nice moisturizer and of course your SPF Um, I think if you're someone as well that likes to cover up your skin look into using products that that have got like a green tint to them because that that hides some of the redness as well and I've really been enjoying that Dr Jart has got some amazing products it's a CESA repair range that it's, it's an SPF but it's just green and it just takes away that redness it's amazing yeah. um so that's what I would say just keep it simple yeah I agree and I think I think it is the little things and I think it's speaking to people like you who've got experience and knowledge in it and you know the Dr Jart thing at the end people wouldn't ne- necessarily know that or whatever and that's a tiny little thing that it's just to look out on when you're buying products you know so thanks for sharing because I think a lot of people feel at such a loss when they've got 
acne especially because it's on your face there's nowhere to hide it they feel defined by it and it's hard to control and it's hard to have that relationship yeah I think as well spot treatments are an experiment because I know some that people rave about you know for example there's a brand zit sticker everyone seems to love them they're awful for me I don't know what it is they do not work they hurt me (laughs) they're just not for me um whereas there's other brands of pimple patches that I love pimple patches as well I said everyone with acne if you have acne buy pimple patches by the bulk they're amazing they stop you picking your skin the easiest way to treat scarring is to not scar and yeah well it's deep enough it's going to scar but a lot of the time if they're surface level a pimple patch will get rid of it and you'll have no scarring left as well yeah yeah that's really good advice thank you for sharing that so final question that I ask everyone on the show is what is your version of beauty for me my version of beauty is a feeling it is when you can feel confident in yourself in both your natural state and your made-up state and it's realizing that you are not defined by what your exterior looks like it's about you as a person yeah really great thank you thank you so much and I think if if nothing else we've just had a really nice honest raw conversation about how to overcome things and I think how to remove yourself from a situation that feels so pressing in order to just move forward and live you know and I think that's a really strong and powerful message so thank you and thanks for this yeah thanks for taking the time thank you for having me I mean I think this is what's so brilliant about these conversations is it goes such a different way to where you think it's going to go and it's been wonderful thank you thank you you like this episode ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style hit subscribe and leave us a review 